Hey friend, welcome to The Ashley O Show. I'm your host, Ashley O'Connor. I'm a registered nurse turned health coach, and I am on a mission to keep people out of the hospital and into healthier lives than they ever thought possible. How? By getting back to the basics, prioritizing mental health, ditching diet culture, and repairing our relationships with food, fitness, and our bodies. Expect unfiltered, unapologetic, and unsugarcoated conversations about building lives, careers, bodies, and minds that are stronger than we could have imagined. The truth is, I don't have it all figured out, but I plan on spending my life searching for answers to the most important questions. This podcast is all about bringing you along for that ride. Now let's go chase some uncertainty. I have a question for you. What is your number one priority? Take a second and really think about this. If your answer is not your health, then I think we need to re-examine your priorities. I was thinking about this while I was at the gym this morning, and I was thinking back to my practice as a nurse and trying desperately to fit in time to move my body and feed myself and not go 12 hours without basic human care, right? Like I wanted to make it my goal that I wouldn't go 12 hours without peeing or eating or drinking any water. And for my nurses, I know that this is an extraordinary struggle. And I just want us to take a step back from this for for one second. Take a step back and reflect. Think about what that actually means. Think about the fact that in this profession, we have to choose whether to take care of our patients or take care of ourselves. I don't think we should have to choose between the two as though it has to be an either or. We should be able to care for ourselves and have enough energy to care for others in this profession. And this goes for lots of other professions as well, as well as mothers. There is such a common practice amongst women, especially, that we spend all of our energy caring for other people. We spend all of our energy doing for others and have nothing left for ourselves. And that's what I really want to just reframe today. I want to offer a different perspective, one that I think if we all adopted, all of us nurses, if we all felt the same way about ourselves and about our own care, that we would actually be better nurses, more resilient, last longer in the profession, and happier in our lives outside of work. Your health should be your number one priority, hands down, no questions asked. Because if you don't have your health, you have nothing. Everything else that you care so much about, your kids, your spouse, your partner, your work, your patients, everything else that you care about would suffer if you weren't here. And the fastest way to lose yourself and lose your life and your capability is to ignore your own health. Because when you deteriorate, other people can't depend on you anymore. You become dependent on others. And I know every single nurse listening to this right now, I know that that's the last thing that you want. I know you don't want to be dependent on other people because you are fiercely independent and your profession depends on that. On top of this, for so many nurses and healthcare workers out there, their entire identity revolves around this profession, which you know that I 
don't agree with. I think we do need to focus on ourselves, look inward, figure out what we actually care about and who we are outside of this profession. But at the same time, I know that there are so many nurses who identify solely as a nurse. That is who they are. And if who you are is this profession, then if you can no longer do this profession, you lose your identity. You don't know who you are and you feel like you have nothing. That is extremely problematic. First, I don't want your entire identity to be this profession. That's number one. I want you to look at your life and figure out who you are at the core outside of this. If you couldn't be a nurse anymore, who would you be? I think that this is an extraordinarily powerful question for anyone. If you are a mom, same thing. So many of us identify with these labels that we place on ourselves and we truly don't know who we are if we lost those roles. You are somebody underneath there. I want you to figure out who that is first. And then on top of that, I want you to shift your perspective and shift your priorities so that you and your health is number one, that the things you do to take care of you becomes your first priority. Other things can go. I know that this sounds too black and white. It doesn't mean that I'm saying neglect your children and don't worry about your relationship. But if you start to burn out, if you get compassion fatigue, if you hate this job and want to leave, if you come home miserable after every single shift, if you come home with zero energy after every single shift, what do you have to give to the people you love? What do you have to give to the life that you're trying to build? You have nothing left. So I want you to shift your priorities. Back to you. This is your permission slip because I know as women and especially as nurses, we put a lot of pressure on ourselves that tells us that we don't need anything, we give. That's all we do. There is a priority placed in this profession as well. We are encouraged to be selfless. It's discouraged to be selfish. That's frowned upon. You're seen as weak. You're seen as not strong enough. You're seen as not a good nurse. I'm here to tell you that that's complete BS. You know it already. You have to put yourself first. There are so many ways that you can do this. I could sit here and list them all out, and I will have future episodes that help to nail this in and remind you, but some simple places to start for my nurses specifically. Number one, I want you to stop taking extra shifts if they are making you miserable. I know that the money is important, but again, if you don't have your health and if you burn out from this profession, that money is not going to help you very much. So shift that perspective. The second thing, on your 12-hour shifts, I realize that there are some times where the world is on fire, there's a shift from hell, and there's nothing you can do about it. And on those days, I know that there's no time to take any breaks. It's going to happen sometimes. That is inevitable. But I do not want it to be the norm for you anymore, that you don't have time to take a lunch break that you don't have time to eat something, that you don't have time to drink water or go to the bathroom. That is no longer acceptable. This can be an incredibly hard shift if you have kind of made it known that you go the entire 12 hours without taking any breaks because the first time that you ask someone to cover for you real quick while you go grab a bite to eat or go to the bathroom, they're going to be a little confused. So I know that the shift can be difficult, but just start practicing. It's as simple as that. It's another muscle. Make time, prioritize, work on your time management during your shifts so that you have time to take your breaks. I want it to be a rarity 
that you don't take a lunch on shift. And for those of you who are listening and you're like, that's absolutely impossible, I'm telling you, it is not. And it can no longer be acceptable. You are a human being. Your health is your number one priority. Remember, we've shifted that. If your health is your number one priority, you don't go 12 hours without eating or drinking or going to pee. Like that's not okay if your health is your number one priority. And if your job is not okay with you taking normal human breaks for fulfilling your basic needs, then that employer needs to change or the unit needs to change or the entire culture on that unit needs to shift and maybe that's where you can shine. But we need to change this culture. It's not okay anymore. Another easy add to your routine is adding in more movement. And I'm not saying that you need to go to the gym for an hour before every shift. It's unrealistic. It's not going to happen. And I know that our energy is not always there, especially when we have these exhausting shifts where we're running around like crazy. But I want you to take joyful movement. I want you to figure out what feels good for you and start adding it in in short bursts. Whether that's a walk outside, take 10 minutes, five minutes, something that you always do. You promise to yourself and you keep the promise to move in some way. The other super beneficial thing that every single nurse can add into their routine, I there's no excuse for this, seriously. Five minutes of core before you go to bed, maybe it's while your meal's cooking, five minutes of core work. Because you know what that does? It protects your lower back immensely. If every single nurse did core work every single day, we would have way fewer back injuries because your core protects your back. So add that in. That can be your movement. But do something to move your body. It is craving it. I know that you're also running around during your shift, but you're you're not focused on yourself during that time. You need focus time where you can concentrate on the fact that you have an incredible body that can move and be grateful for that. Something that is just for you. If it's a 10-minute walk after your shift, don't invite anyone. Don't put the music in. Take 10 minutes to yourself and reflect. Do some introspection. Think about what just happened in your shift. Cope in your own way, but be there for yourself instead of constantly trying to escape and numb. So add in movement. And then the last basic place that we can start is sleep. Now, I know this one's also a sore subject. Sleep can be difficult if you are working night shift. There are a bunch of tips that you can implement to make your sleep better on night shift, but I know that that's already difficult. If you are really struggling with your sleep on night shift, I I truly want you to try and see if you can find a position that's going to be a better fit for your natural cycle. Because not everyone can, can shift to night shift in a healthy way. It doesn't always work. I did it for a year and a half and I would never do it again. I did okay during that time, but it changed who I was. I wasn't the same person for my loved ones or my friends. Like I didn't have the same personality or energy because I just wasn't myself in in that mode. So think about that if you're a night shift nurse. But in general, every single nurse, I want you to figure out how to build a solid sleep routine. And I say sleep routine because it's not always at night. This can happen whenever you are going to go to sleep. But it's something that tells your brain, hey, I'm going to bed, whether it's brushing your teeth and your whole skincare routine, and then it's reading a book for 15 minutes that is so boring, it makes you go to sleep, whatever it is. It doesn't have to be a 27-step routine from influencers that we see on Instagram. Those are totally unrealistic. Ditch that completely. Keep it really simple. Pick a handful of things that you always do before you go to sleep. And over time, it's going to help trigger your brain that it's time to go to bed. The other thing, if your mind is spinning before bed, maybe you just got off of a shift and it was a it was a big one and you can't get yourself to sleep because your mind is still going, write it all out. Word vomit 
on a couple pages. Hand write it. Everything. Don't worry about sentence structure. Don't worry about how it sounds. Just get it out of your brain and let it go. And then my last tip with this one, which you're probably not going to like, is if you are ending your shift and constantly ending it with an alcoholic beverage or two or four, that is not helping your sleep. I promise you. I realize that some shifts are a whole heck of a lot and we feel like we could use a drink, but maybe we can look at other skills that are going to help support us a lot better than alcohol will. And if you are going to have a drink, fine, but make sure you do it long enough before you're trying to go to sleep so that it's not going to disturb you in the middle of the night because that's the big risk with alcohol. Yes, it may help you go to sleep. That's why a lot of people use it too. They're like, oh, I have a few drinks and I pass right out. (laughs) It's not a great thing, but it typically disrupts the depth of your sleep and the quality of your sleep. And we don't need that in the long run. That's why you're so exhausted every single day. We don't need to have uppers all day long in the form of caffeine and then a bunch of alcohol to bring us back down when we need to sleep. That's an endless cycle that's going to make you sick. We can shift these small things and make a huge difference. So four things. Stop taking extra shifts if they are making you miserable. Prioritize your health and your basic needs during your shifts. It's going to happen sometimes that maybe you're going to have a crazy shift, but I no longer want it to be the norm that you go 12 hours without eating or drinking or taking a break or going pee. No longer acceptable. Number three, get in some movement that serves you, that feels good for you. And then lastly, work on your sleep. Four simple things. You don't have to do them all at once either. Pick one right now. But I simply want you to shift your perspective and put yourself first. I know there are a lot of people telling you not to do that, that your kids should be your number one priority. But I promise you that prioritizing you and your health, mental health, physical health, emotional health, is the best possible thing that you can do for your kids or for your spouse or for anything that you love in your life. I know that you take such good care of everyone else in your life and all of your patients. I know that you do, but it's time that you take care of you too. Thank you so much for allowing me to take up a little bit of your brain space today. Like seriously, it means the world to me. If you connected with this episode, it would be amazing if you could share it with your friends and tag me at Ashley O Show so that I can personally thank you. That way, we can build an army of badass women who believe in themselves that will take the world by storm. I cannot wait to see what we make possible.